Hi, everyone. This is Joe Waters, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Cause Talk Radio. And I am here, of course, with my co-host, Megan Strand. Hey, Megan. Hello, Mr. Waters. Nice to have you here today. And we are really excited to have Laura Goodman, who is the Senior Director of Corporate Partnerships for Share Our Strength, which is the organization behind No Kid Hungry. Hey, Laura, what's happening? Hey, Joe. Hey, Megan. Great to be here today. Thanks so much for having me. Well, you know, it's having anyone from Share Our Strength on our show is like having a superstar. Celebrity. A celebrity. Because uh, you're making me blush. <laughs> all the different things that we see from you folks, all the different programs. And one of the things that we're going to talk about today, although we could talk about a lot of things when it comes to Share Our Strength and No Kid Hungry, Laura, is we're going to talk about the restaurant fundraiser for No Kid Hungry this month. It's a month-long program, something in September that's connected with Go Orange. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the promotion? Absolutely. But before I get into the restaurant fundraiser, let me say a little bit about why we even have this campaign. I'm sure you guys all, all you, you all saw the statistics about the new child hunger statistics. And we know that one in five children in America struggles with hunger. And um, hunger affects every part of a kid's life from um, how they do in school to how they grow up and yep. how they can kind of be a good citizen. So for us, we know that this is a solvable problem. Um, this is America, plenty of food. And yep. not only that, there's an incredible generation in the restaurant industry. So uh, for Share Our Strength, this is a problem that's solved and an industry that's out there that has the ability to solve it. So um, the campaign is a way to bring the um, restaurant industry together to um, build momentum, raise awareness, and raise funds for the cause. Tell us what happens during the month of September in general, and then maybe can, can you give us a couple of examples of how different restaurants have put their own spin on this effort? Absolutely. Um, so the program is really, um, I see it as kind of a flexible turnkey program for the restaurant industry. Restaurants are invited to kind of share their strength. That's our philosophy. Every company has a strength to share in our fight to end childhood hunger in America. Um, and they, you know, restaurants from big and small can participate. There's actually no cost upfront to participate. It's a very flexible program. Um, and folks do everything from special events, um, you know, one-day sales to promotional campaigns the whole month. We have multi-unit restaurants across, you know, quick service to fast casual to your independent restaurants. You know, almost 9,000 restaurants participating um, wow. across all the different wow. sectors, um, which is incredible. Um, and really what makes us happy is that it's really diverse. So it's, yeah. you know, these multi-units, these franchisees, independents, really everybody has a strength to share. So, Laura, who uh, uh, who does all the recruiting for these restaurants? Now, I realize you have lots of chains involved, so there's there's probably hundreds or thousands that's represented by some chains. But it's you know, do you how big is your team that you you work on this project? Must it must be all year long? Yes, small and mighty. That's what we would say. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we probably have a dedicated team of about ten people that work on restaurants, um, yeah. but they're working on that all year round, both from recruiting to supporting. Um, to helping them get active in their own community to volunteer. So it's across the board. Um, I should also call out, we have amazing partners in the program. Everybody, this program was really founded with the support of the National Restaurant Association. So we work on a national basis with the NRA, as well as uh, the good NRA, um, and with state <laughs> restaurant associations um, across the board. And they really help us get the word out through their membership. So they're really critical to this program. How much does this program end up raising for you every year? And it, because 
most nonprofits are not going to do a campaign like this where it's zero dollar for entry, 9,000 units across the country being activated by a team of 10. I mean, it's, it's a pretty interesting model. So how much approximately are you raising each year with this effort? We're right in the middle of our program this year. I'll tell you, last year we raised nearly $6 million. And I can tell you right now, we are absolutely going to blow it out of the water. Um, we're awesome. going to way, you know, far exceed $6 million. Um, I would say we're going to be over 25 to 30% higher than that this year um, due to the, a lot of it to the generosity of the restaurants. But I'd also say a key factor is it's the generosity of their customers. Right. Um, we can talk more about that, but it's, it's not always the you know, corporations writing us a check, but more about them sharing their strength and getting their customers and employees engaged. You know, that's one of the things Megan and I have been talking about, um, not only online, but on the show to Laura is just like, you know, one of the things a, a company can do that's most valuable for a cause is to, you know, is to unleash its customers and its employees in support of a good cause like yours. And a lot of times that goes deeper and is much bigger than anything they could write in a checkbook. Yeah, absolutely. And I would say a majority of our restaurant fundraisers are doing just that. They can add value um, and mm. let their customers kind of do good and do well, as, as you're I'm sure I'm talk about, is give them a great deal. Um, so ask their customers to donate. Let me give you one example. At Joe's Crab Shack right now, customers who donate $1 uh, to No Kid Hungry get a coupon for a free kid's meal. You mm. donate $5, you get a right. free appetizer worth 10 bucks. If you donate $10, you get a whole bucket of crap. So what yep. Joe's Crab Shack does absolutely is unleashes. I like what you, how you said that. They unleash their generosity of their yeah. customers, but they are also offering up incredible value um, yeah. and really allowing their customers to do good and do well at the same time. And incentives work. They I do. Mean, that's one of the things we learned, Megan, is incentives really work. There's no better example, of course, than your partnership with uh, Shake Shack, uh, which oh, you yeah. completed this summer. I mean, just an extremely successful. And I've written about that on my blog, folks and listeners. You can take a look at that. But, uh, yeah, incentives really work for the employees and for the customers. Yeah. And, and let's not forget, I, I always say this program is a quadruple win. You know, don't mind my pun, but, you know, it's a win for the restaurants. Um, they are absolutely driving new customers, engaging with customers, but they're also driving incremental sales. And Shake Shack and Joe's Crab Shack have phenomenal business results about, you know, how many coupons were redeemed, how many customers were come back. So it's a win for the restaurants. Uh, it's a win for the customers, as we just talked about. They get a great value. It's a win for Noka Hungry because it gets you know, our awareness out and let's us raise awareness and raise funds for the, for the issue. But the mm -hmm. ultimate win, we can't forget about the kids. Um, the ultimate yep. win is that we're raising over $6 million for the kids that we serve. So for mm -hmm. us, this whole program is just, it's the win, 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 win is what we talk mm -hmm. about. <laughs> Can you talk a little bit about, you know, you have a whole industry involved here and some of these folks may traditionally be competitors, but in September, they are more likely to be collaborators. Can you talk about how you've sort of nurtured that over the years? That's a great question. Um, you know, again, I think that comes back to share our strengths history. Um, we have always believed that everybody has a strength to share. Everybody has something different to contribute to the cause and that we really work to say this is an issue that's solvable. It's an issue that's too big and we need to work together side by side to solve it. And that is absolutely the conversation we have. I would say a lot of it comes from in terms of true leadership. We have an advisory board um, of many of the restaurant CEOs 
these um, leaders in the industry in terms of sponsorship who literally talk to each other and share business results and invite their competitors. Mm. So if, you know, the CEO of Joe's Crab Shack picks up the phone and calls the head of Red Lobster and says, I want you to join, that means everything. And that's that's the kind of leadership we get from the corporate executives um, in the restaurant community. It says it, that's where it has to come from because if it was just us calling, um, it might be harder. <laughs> but it's really much more authentic when it's peer-to-peer. That's good. I mean, that's impressive, too, that you're able to bring together similar crustaceans in a format. <laughs> you had to get it in there, didn't you? Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like, you know. <laughs> Talk a little bit about your partnership with the Food Network and what's happening there with the, the cable networks this year. Oh, you're great. Um, I mean, media exposure and visibility is critical, and having Food Network on board has been absolutely instrumental in driving visibility. But, you know, similar to what we just talked about, the restaurants, you know, putting down their swords and not being competitors, what Food Network did this year, um, they have always kind of gone orange and gone orange for No Kid Hungry and shared kind of the public service announcements on their network. But what their CEO did, Brooke Johnson, is literally reach out to 28 other cable networks, their own competitors, and ask them to join Food Network in Going Orange this past Sunday on Sunday, September 8th. And we had 28 cable networks, you know, basically run public service announcements, swap their logos to Go Orange, put information on their websites, and ultimately raise visibility for the issue. Um, And again, that takes leadership. And I, you know, can't say it was partially our idea, but it was Brooke's execution and reaching out to her her peers. Um, And we've learned that that goes a long way. So, It it brings out a good point, though, too, in terms of you saying that wasn't our idea, because when you have good partners like you have, that's one of the best things you get out of those relationships is they're trying to come up with good ideas for you. And in a lot of times they can put a lot more brain power behind coming up with that great idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which I think is fabulous. And that's what's so great about all the partners that you work with. Lord, can you talk about the Go Orange this year? Is that something new that's happening? Your logo's orange, obviously, but is this Go Orange movement something new? Go Orange has been around for a while. It's a way that the hunger industry, all the nonprofits that work around hunger kind of unite together. It was actually started by Feeding America and Food Bank of New York City. Um, and then we kind of joined on to kind of leverage the same color. We want, you know, orange to be the new pink, if you will, um, and build kind of more awareness across hunger um, and, and unite the hunger nonprofit industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, you know, it's kind of interesting. And I guess I think because I think of Share Our Strength, then I think of No no Kid Hungry. Now I'm thinking Go Orange and stuff like that. Do you think these things are similar to what you do? Or do you think there's a bit of a challenge with people understanding all those things? Good question. I mean, I think for us, we think about it by audience. Um, Share Our Strength is our investor brand. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, the foundation, the private you know, people in the sector know who Share Our Strength is. No Kid Hungry is our consumer campaign and call to action. And Orange is the way we unite across the whole industry. So mm-hmm. we see it as we use different, you're right, different brands and different names yeah. for different audiences. But it's just like corporate America in some ways. Um, no, you know, true. We just have different brands, but we know yeah. who, who we're using for what. If I'm going to speak at independent sector, we're going to use Share Our Strength. If I'm going to be on... You know, People Magazine, we're going to use No Kid Hungry. So we, right. we think pretty strategically and have actually a phenomenal communications team who does a lot of work around brand and messaging. It's kind of like how Geico 
has its signature gecko, right? But then it's, <laughs> it's exactly also, like that. It's joke. also using a pig now. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, you know, and that gets confusing. That, I, you know, I am so confused. Although I think when the pig gets pulled over by the cop, and he's like, the "Cops, like, do you know why I pulled you over?" He's like, uh, "I'm a pig driving a convertible." I mean, it's priceless. You know what I mean? But they're all funny and interesting. You know, so I mean, I think that's what's good about something like that. So maybe you should. What I'm, what I'm basically saying, Laura, is you need a pig. You need to introduce farm animals. <laughs> okay, so so it's maybe Thanks. it's go orange and then maybe I don't know what could it be. What what would be the right animal, Megan, for share strength? Well, it would more be like a giraffe. I think a giraffe. Yeah. I will. Yeah. I will tell you. We've been trying to okay. pitch cheetah Cheetos. For yeah. their orange. Oh, totally. Yeah, Chester yeah. the Cheat, Chester Cheetos. Yeah, that'd be Chester. awesome. Yep, and I love those board. commercials. I love those commercials. He already yeah. is orange. Funny? You could get Tigger, Chester. You know, you have a whole family of big cats. Yeah, anything, <laughs> anything. <laughs> now, now we've completely devolved this whole episode. Yeah. Just thank you, Joe, for the farm animals comment. I, I do have another more serious question, Laura. This, this yeah. all sounds fantastic, and it is a fantastic effort, but can you give us a little peek behind the scenes? Like, what are the things that stress you out every year around this time of year? What are the things that you know are going to be a, a challenge that you try to try to address in advance you guys have done an amazing job with your communications but but what things sort of pop up each year or that have popped up this year that are new that are more more challenging to grapple with that's great um i would say the number one thing is business results is that you know i'll give you an example we have mimi's cafe this year who's a new participant is doing a phenomenal program actually the program is going so well that they're concerned that the kind of the value add they're giving their customers is going to kind of eat into their business. Mm. Um, so they're going to drive so much traffic with coupons and free gifts. They're giving out free muffins and kids yeah. eat free on one day that it's actually going to hurt their margin. So I think for us, it's we want our corporate partners to, to you know give valuable offers, but it also has to make sense for the business. So yeah. we really push them to say, you know, structure the program in a way that makes sense for you. We want you to come back. It has to be, you know, it can't just be 100% philanthropic. It has to have business results. Don't be shy about that and tell us, you know, did it drive sales volume? Did it drive a new product? You know, what is it? What is it doing? And we really push on that from, I mean, year round. But right now, that's what's making us nervous. Name is, is, you know, pulling their campaign um, for all good reasons um, because they've raised, you know, their total goal and they're going to um, continue to kind of raise awareness and raise funds for us. But we really want to make sure we get ahead of um, structuring programs like that. What are the what are some of the really specific case examples that you use when you talk about ROI in these types of campaigns? I know you've got a whole library of things that you might pull out for any given customer, but what, you know what are some of the tried and true ROI case studies you use? I mean, a great example. Let's go back to Shake Shack. Joe's talked about this one a lot. Is you know, Shake Shake Shack is a small and mighty company too, and we love the fact that you know they did this great American Shake Shack. Um, You donated two dollars and you got a free shake on your next visit. Really simple in some ways. It's a kind of a pinup program Mm -hmm. with a with a twist. Um, You know, they they raised a ton of money for us, um, but really what they saw is a 44% redemption in terms of the number of people who donated and then came back in and got a milkshake, Mm -hmm. but what's more critical is they saw a huge sales volume increase because when you came back in yeah, probably didn't buy one shake you, right. or did get one free shake you got your french fries and your beer and brought a friend yeah. um yeah. and so for that's us, a lost so, leader yeah absolutely yeah, so, yeah for something so like sh- that how many shakes yeah. laura did they end up giving away 
Oh, about 70,000 shakes. Oh, my gosh. Away for free. That's a lot of shakes, yeah. yeah. You know, I haven't. There's one in my hometown now, uh, Newton. Um, yeah. Actually, it's in Chestnut Hill, which is kind of straddles Brookline and, and Newton. And I have not been able to get into the door yet. Every time I go there, the line is <laughs> out the door. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. That's excellent. Well, if people want to find out more about Share Strength or No Kid Hungry, where might they do so, Laura? I'd say go to nokidhungry.org. Um, there's a ton going on. You can find out, you know, where restaurants near you are running promotions, or feel free to email me at lgoodman at strength.org. Excellent. And Joe, where can people find you online? You're you're sort of prolific. You're everywhere. Oh, uh, just you know, it's just I, I'm just got my head wrapped around this animal now for sure. Our strength. I have to start <laughs> thinking about this. <laughs> you give me an introduction to Chester, I'll be thrilled. Uh, I, like, I like Chester. I like that. Um, people can reach me on my blog, obviously at selfishgiving.com. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Joe Waters, and you can find all sorts of information out about Share Our Strength programs and other cost marketing programs by visiting my Pinterest boards at pinterest.com front slash Joe Waters. What about you, Megan? Where can people find you? I am on the Twitter at Megan Strand, and I tweet for the Cause Marketing Forum at TweetCMF, and we have launched a new rendition of our blog, which is called Cause Update, just in the last couple days, so do check that out and subscribe so you get the latest posts. And you can find Cause Talk Radio on Stitcher Smart Radio as well as iTunes. We do encourage you to subscribe to the show so you do not miss an episode. And on behalf of Laura and Joe and myself, we'd like to thank you for joining us today. And if you have any suggestions about animals, farm animals that share our strength, should incorporate, <laughs> please add them in a comment in, into the show. Thanks so much for being with us. We'll see you next time. <laughs>